0: Hack, Let's talk. Life is too short, so let's go ahead and hack apart all of the details. And put them back together in ways that make sense to us. How do you make a friend after college? I'm still trying to figure that out. What was your weirdest childhood rule? Our mom literally hid cookies from our friends. Does that count? Or how do you feel about people coming to meetings and not contributing a thing? It's like, why are you even here? long-distance relationships with sisters there's a hack for that sisters hannah and rachel have conversations about the unspoken dynamics that drive our everyday lives on sister hack now introducing hannah and rachel hello everyone welcome to sister hack uh this is rachel and i'm here with hannah
1: actually she's not here with me because i'm on the back porch in texas
0: That's true. Um, we're not together physically, but we are at heart. And today we actually are super excited to just chat with each other. Um, we've gotten some feedback from some of you that we let our guests talk too much and y'all don't get to hear from us. And so while, um, While we try to stay humble, we recognize that we are super fun to listen to and have great jokes, so that's what we're going to serve up to y'all today, and just ask some questions to each other as sisters so that you guys can get to know your hosts, um, myself and my sister Hannah, a little better. So let's start. Hannah, do you want to start?
1: Yes, I would love to. So I wanted to also say, because I have to talk too. Um, that this is exciting for us because we don't know what the other one has prepared. And usually we do a little bit of a debrief before we um, interview and plan our episode together. So I'm a little bit nervous as to what Rachel's come up with for me. But I know that when I was writing my questions in bed last night, I was laughing. I was LOLing to myself. So I know that I got some good stuff.
0: I love that. I love that for us, and I love that for you all.
1: I love that for the listeners. If okay, you, do, so you, may
0: hear, you may hear little um, cries in the back. That's because baby Leo is a guest, but since he can't talk yet, he's only listening.
1: Yeah, he's bouncing on my knee right now, so we'll see how long this keeps him happy. Um, I wanted to tell our listeners that we're still going to do our traditional hack yes, hack no's. Oh, yeah. Of course, we have to theme it. So, given that the month is April, the hack yeses and hack no's of the spring to summer transition. Are you ready, Chach? I'm ready. Okay. Hack yes or hack no. Putting sunscreen on on the first warm day in Michigan.
0: (laughs) Well, we had ours this week, and hack no, I did not put any on, though I am in full support of sunscreen, I don't always take my advice, because, you know, it's just, like, fun to have a little color on your skin. So, the first one, hack no, but then other hot days, hack yes.
1: Good, okay. Okay. What about, hack
0: yes or hack no, boots away by May? That means, <laughs> you know what that means. <laughs> what does boots away by May mean? No. Um, oh, I love that question. You know what? I'm sure you made it up, so I never heard of it before, but we're going to go hack yes, and that's going to be a new thing for me. Hack yes. There's nothing better than putting the boots away. And actually I always buy really cheap boots so that I can just wear them through salt and grime and everything. And then I usually wear them for two seasons and throw them away. So I'm on a I'm in a throw away year.
1: Throw away by May. Throw, throw away, away by May.
0: Throw the boots away by May. Okay. Do
1: you want to run or
0: do you want me to keep going? You
1: keep going. Okay. Hack yes or hack no. When it's transitioning from spring to summer, you grill, regardless of the temperature.
0: (laughs) This is so funny you bring this up because we grilled for the first time this week. We had this beautiful day in Michigan, and our friend who lives down the road from us said, hey, I'm going to grill. Come on over if you can. No worries if not. I'm doing it regardless. And she and I were asking, like, are you the griller in the family or is your husband? And we both claimed ourselves as the grillers. <laughs> but the best part is neither of us have ever grilled before. <laughs> that is funny. So um, I like to say yes, half yes to grilling, no matter the season. Have I done it? No, but that's because I don't have a grill.
1: You got to get one in my family. The girl is also the grill. And I have to say, I love it because men like to pretend like it's such a difficult job. They're like, oh, you're going to do all the salads and you're going to do all the child watching because I got a grill. Like grilling is the easiest thing ever. The (laughs) easiest thing. So you know what? I'm reclaiming the grill for the women.
0: Twenty nineteen, the year women reclaim the grill.
1: That's right. Totally. Okay, here's my here's my last one for you, Chach. I'm very interested in this. Okay. Hack, yes or no. Summer haircuts.
0: <laughs> hack no. But hack yes. I can explain. Those who know me know that I have hair trauma. And I hate to put Tammy Tanner under the bus, but of the five kids in our family.
1: That's our mom. That's our, that's our mom. That's the last episode.
0: Yes. Tammy Tanner is our mother. Of our five kids in our family, three boys, and then Hannah and myself, growing up, four of us had bowl cuts. One of us did not. The one who did not is Hannah. The four of us who did were me and my three brothers. What's what's wrong with this picture me and my three brothers had bowl cuts I mean come on do I need to like explain it further it's a pixie. it was a pixie a pixie so I suffered trauma from that season of life ages four to six and that is why I have long hair I'm gonna be just so honest um that's why I have long hair. And we would go to the haircut place where the they were all learning how to cut hair in the back room. Like you go in the front and you have all the professionals cutting hair. We would all go to the back room where they were learning to cut. And let's just say I had a lot of band-aids on my ears from misaimed aimed hairstylists. <laughs> <laughs> and so a good price. Hannah, you really triggered me with this <laughs> question. And I think that's why you asked it. I did get a haircut a couple weeks ago, and it had been over a year. And you also, upon looking at me, could not tell that I got a haircut. And I just got one to clean up the edges. But I will say, I'm thinking of getting, like, a little color for summer this year.
1: I think you should get some color, because I'll tell you why. It would distinguish you from the Duggars. (laughs)
0: <laughs> Hannah that is not nice she said distinguish you from the Duggars I you know have been called homeschool hair a time or two and I don't I'm what not gonna there, say anything else because I, I'm a supporter of
1: homeschool just so the audience knows <laughs> what'd you say I support homeschool just for okay. so the audience
0: just so the audience knows, we support homeschool. Um, but I don't like the tone that comes with that when you talk about my hair. But anyway, um it's yeah,
1: your best feature, everyone knows that it's your best feature. It's my Beautiful. it is my it's best
0: feature. So it's
1: thick, it's long, it's
0: luscious. So Thank I gotta poke a little fun. Thank you. So yeah. I did a little trim, do a little color, that's where I'm at. Okay, I just have two hack yes or hack nose for you.
1: All right, let me hear.
0: This one's not necessarily seasonal from spring to summer. It's seasonal in life. Hack yes or hack no, do you think of yourself as old?
1: Oh, wow. This has nothing to do with spring (laughs) to summer. Um, Hack no. I often, as I was talking about with mom this morning, I have imposter syndrome. Um, where I often think that, like, I'm too young for the role that I'm in or I'm not qualified enough for people to consider me for other roles. And um, so maybe this is, like, a humble brag, but,
0: like, <laughs> I think of myself as young, but I'm actually really qualified. <laughs> um, <laughs> Wait, what's that called? Imposter syndrome? Imposter,
1: where you think, like, people are going to find out that I'm actually, like, not good at what they think that I'm good at uh, like you know, you're an imposter in your own whether yeah. it's a work in my or as like people think of you as a super mom I don't think that anyone thinks of me of that but that's just an example and um, you're kind of worried that people are going to like uncover the truth
0: mm. that's interesting is that genetic I think I have that you
1: have that too well oftentimes women do
0: and so we gotta build each other up. Yes, Leo, say preach, baby, preach. He's eating. He's eating. Okay, sorry for th- that. Really, was not seasonal. I, I'll be honest. I forgot about the seasonal theme. <laughs> um, was that true for our questions too? Because those are not seasonal.
1: <laughs> the questions are random. They're okay. Good. One up so you don't have to. Yeah. Okay,
0: perfect. All right, one, one more seasonal one then for you. Hack yes or hack no, only have seasonal clothing in your closet.
1: Oh, it's I kind of like the boots one. Um, you know, it's so funny because I distinctly remember mom, like, changing out our wardrobes when we were young. Like, get the summer clothes out, get the winter clothes out. And I kind of started, did that for my kids. But now that we live in Austin, there's not a real need to, to change over to like a deep winter seasonal. Um, we often have like cooler mornings in the winter, but it could then end up being short sleeve weather. So I say, hack no. And also, we just got rid of so many clothes when we moved, so we don't even have enough to, <laughs> to change Transition. over our so, for me personally, it's a hack, no. Um, I support those who do it and that, wow, good job getting organized, but not for the Miami Key House.
0: What will you do? But in your front closet, you guys have all of your coats. Will you just leave those oh, in there? we
1: did put the coats away. Yeah, we did put, put the coats away. We hit, in March, we hit like 70-something, and I thought, we're not turning back here with the coats. So, <laughs> I put them in a bin, made a little bit more room in the closet, for
0: miscellaneous items. And a pool noodle, if you will. A pool noodle, a toilet seat
1: for Jonah, potty training <sighs> adventures. Not happening yet, but we're thinking about it. And all of the different random things that come with having three
0: babies. Three babies. Okay, cool. Well, let's ask each other some questions, shall we? Yes, all right, I'm hoping to hit,
1: hit you up, plant a question on you with my first one. What skills does your job emphasize of yours and what skills do you have that your job ignores? So you consider yourself to have positive these skills um, and your job really brings them out in you. And then on the other hand, what skills do you have that your job doesn't really hone in on, which is fine, but then how do you, you know, continue to have those skills?
0: Okay. I'm going to answer these in reverse. So a skill that I have that my job does not hone in on is like tactile creativity, like hands-on creativity. It's a pretty creative job where I'm doing a lot of writing and social media and creative briefs and creative planning, but that's not super tactile. So I think that that's something that is missing from my job but I make up for it by doing those things at home um, or dreaming about being creative with my hands. <laughs> Love it. You took a pottery class. I took a pottery class last spring. I took a painting class a couple years ago. We actually had our it's student worker appreciation week and so we took an hour with our student workers. And we all painted together, which we all love to do. So that's what we did. Um, They're both art majors. So that was super fun. But I would say, and then skills that I think um, of mine that my job brings out of me. Hmm.
1: Well, you mentioned the word. The word? Like, you do a lot with your words. (laughs) you? Good words. You oh, with words. my words. Yeah.
0: <laughs> yes. I'm pretty creative with words, so I get to come up with captions and titles and those types of things a lot, though sometimes it's a lot of pressure when you're doing it for an institution rather than yourself, because you have to think about the audience and the mission and all those kind of things. You can't be too kitschy, but... Um, <laughs> And I would also say just connecting with people is a strength of mine and I have to do that by always being in the know telling people stories coordinating people um and that type of thing so I would say that that brings out a strength of mine let's see is there something else I'm missing I have imposter syndrome so I don't really (laughs) so I don't know how I feel like this is revealing that I'm not skilled.
1: Yes, well, you don't have to go into all of your strengths and weaknesses, but I thought it would be good for our audience to know a little bit about what you do, you know? I love that.
0: Basically, I tell, I experience what's happening on campus, and I share it with anyone who cares about Concordia, Ann Arbor. That's probably the best way. To wow, how
1: long did how many years did it take you to come up with that description of what you did?
0: <laughs> um 5. <laughs> That's how long I've been doing this job. Um let's let's go back and forth on questions. Yeah, ask one. Okay. So, how do you think people describe you?
1: People in general, or a specific,
0: a specific type. People in general. So say they're like, "Have you heard of Hannah Meineke?" And the person's like, "Wait, I don't think so. Who is she?" And then, what do you think people say then?
1: Um, hectic. <laughs> hectic. Hectic, Hannah. Um, I, that's kind of how I feel my life is. I, uh, I think I told you yesterday that um, like. The nanny for Leo came at 10, and I fit in a swim, and I was teaching a class by 11. Um,
0: what do you, you mean like, when you say fit
1: in a swim? One second. I'm, I'm breastfeeding Leo, which is in addition to the hectic comment. That's perfect. Um, okay, what did
0: you say? What do you mean by fit in a swim? Like I was
1: able to squeeze a swim into... The hours of 10 and 10.40. <laughs>
0: oh, baby Leo.
1: He gets a little fussy when he eats sometimes. But I don't know. Okay, so anyway, Nanny comes at 10. I run to the car, drive to the pool, jump in the water. 30 laps was all I had a chance to fit in. Went to the shower, talked to some older ladies, pretended like I wasn't in as big of a rush as I was. Kind of got ready at stoplights and walked into my 11 o'clock class that I was teaching at a, like 1058 and pretended like nothing happened except for some students noticed some sunscreen on my shoulder, but that wasn't a huge deal because they thought it might be baby powder. They know I have the kids,
0: you know. Yeah, But the sunscreen on the shoulder okay. gave you away. But I'm glad to hear that you still made time for sunscreen
1: yes that was done on the way to the pool I wouldn't take a minute during the swim to do that yeah
0: important right
1: so I mean that kind of a thing I get a real satisfaction out of um, juggling a lot of balls um, but I think that it's important to know that you know even though my life is hectic that I've,
0: I really like it like that totally you do like it like that I like it like that, and that is where we're different.
1: You like a nice laid back. I like a laid back for a variety because I'm a I'm a big variety fan. But I don't I can't live a laid back life every day because I feel a little antsy. Like I drink too much caffeine and I don't know what to do with my my hands. <laughs>
0: That's funny. Okay, do you have a question for me? Yes, yeah, I do. Okay. As graduation is
1: rolling around, especially on both of our campuses, and the energy is palpable. Describe the positive and negative effects of, for you of going away to college, both your personal experiences and from what you see of your students on campus.
0: Oh, wow, I love that. This is so crazy you're asking me this question because there is not a more vivid year in my life Then 2009 and 2010, my first year at Concordia, Texas as a freshman, when I moved to a different city across the country, not knowing anyone, I learned so much about myself. Um, Here's an example of one thing I learned. I'm not super comfortable if I don't have at least one person that I know. But give me one person that I know in a room or a situation and I can do anything but if I'm if I'm in a room and I don't know anyone I'm like a shy little turtle <laughs> a turtle
1: wow I've never, I've never seen that because you've always known me
0: yeah I've always known you so you haven't been able to see that um I learned that that year so that was really uncomfortable actually um I would say that's like a positive and a negative and then two it's really interesting kind of this whole okay new slate new um new identity that you're developing because no one knows who you are and while you're doing that and while everyone around you is doing that people love talking about themselves because they're kind of trying to explain themselves and share more about themselves and you rarely find the person who like asks you questions or listens And I just remember feeling totally heard and listened to when someone took the time to do that because everyone around me was trying to like establish their identity by sharing what they wanted to share about themselves. So I just really like vividly remember that. Um, But otherwise it was like extremely exciting. And it's one of those things where when you go beyond your comfort zone, you learn the most. And that's a cliche thing to say, but it's completely true. And I live that in going away to school. So it's not for everyone, but I would totally encourage anyone who has um, a family who supports you to go off to school that you really think about doing that and consider doing that. Um... And then as awesome. far as graduation, it just really like prepares you to be open-minded upon graduation. If you can't go away to school when you're 18, you're probably not going to move away when you graduate either. You know what I mean? It kind of just sets the tone for the rest of your life of being willing to relocate. And the, the sooner you do it, the more opportunities you'll have to do that um, throughout your life. Wow, beautiful answer. Thank you. I'm gonna change. You have really like thoughtful questions for me. Mine are a little more um, pop culture. I was gonna. I wanted to ask you, what's the weirdest song you have completely memorized?
1: Oh, hmm. You know what? This is embarrassing because of all of the um, R. Kelly stuff that's coming out but it's got to be remixed to Ignition totally yeah. girl
0: if you weren't going to say that I was going to bring up the song you used to always sing well, what'd you do if your son was at home crying all alone all-? <laughs> oh yeah 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 Shaggy
1: no wait that's not it that's, no.
0: it. <laughs> that's not Shaggy there you liked Shaggy too was...
1: I did I did so those are some little things about me um, yeah, that is that's one of the weird ones. I'm not going to sing the lyrics as they're highly inappropriate, but totally. First sister head. hack. And also just, you know, I don't condone anything that R. Kelly's done. <laughs> Same. <laughs> so that's me with that. Okay, let me okay. give you one
0: for a longer answer. We've asked each other this before, but I think our listeners would love to hear describe to me your ideal day
1: that is so funny my last question to you was going to be tell me your morning routine so that's kind of I mean I guess they're a little bit different one is an actual thing and one is what would ideally happen but I would love to describe my ideal day I try to live it out um and it doesn't always happen but I do get close sometimes so um my ideal day is to wake up before my children and that not necessarily at the crack of dawn. So ideally they would sleep in a little bit. And then after that, I would love, um, just to take some time to do a little quiet time and, um, read some scripture, probably have to do some necessities like pump and, um, you know, just get hydra I always like to just, get really hydrated in the morning, I try to drink like a couple bottles of water. Um, And then after getting myself ready and the house ready and breakfast set up, then I actually like to wake up the kids instead of them waking me up. So that's why I said it doesn't always happen. Um, And have everything ready for them to go so that they can be successful um, with with getting in the car and that kind of thing. Some might think, like, my ideal day would be to be with my kids all day, but it's actually not. (laughs) Um, I do like to see them for a nice chunk of time in the morning. Um, But then being able to drop them off at Redeemer, which is the school that takes really good care of them, and I think that they um, really thrive in a setting with others, um, it's actually nice for me to do that. And then to get Leo all set up with his nanny, and he has a one-on-one with Um, his nanny and then just to go off to Concordia and do really good work there with the students Um, ideally I'd be getting through to them in some way helping them navigate some kind of new idea or critical thinking skill that they haven't thought that they haven't done before you know I ideally I would be seeing a lot of aha moments if that makes sense Um, And then even better would be time to work on my own research in the day, just kind of a nice, relaxed pace. This would be filled with um, coffee and really healthy snacks that bring me joy. That's what I would be doing in the office. Oh, like juice land, like a juice land smoothie or a soup peddler smoothie or soup. And, like, some kind of new health bar that I'd be trying or um, some dark chocolate. Those would be the things that I would, like, have in my purse or take a moment to go out out and get for a low breather. Um, And then ideally I would be able to walk around campus and see some people, maybe be able to go to chapels. The campus is so beautiful and it's always, like, warm, you know, compared to Wisconsin. It's just, like, a nice, warm, literal warm feeling. Not that Wisconsin's not warm as the other side, but literally the weather is warm. So it's nice to get out of the office. And then I would um, get my kids earliest to avoid the traffic. And I guess in an ideal day, there wouldn't be any traffic here in Austin. <laughs> and we'd have a nice evening at home or potentially at a park. Um, and Zach and I would be able to each other in the evening so it would be an earlier work day for him and after putting them to bed just have some time with Zach and be able to debrief our days and talk about silly things that the kids did or maybe try to not talk about the kids which is difficult (laughs) Um, and then it would end with some reading before bed um, probably like a face mask (laughs) And I didn't even say working out in there, but that's just a given that I would be either running, biking, or swimming somewhere in there, so fit somewhere in there in the day. Um, and a little rush behind it, but not too rushed. So I think that pretty much wraps it
0: up. Wow, I love that because your ideal day is, like, your daily callings rather than, like, going to get a massage or something. You would love to, like be
1: yeah. a mom and do your job. I'm totally like mom. I'm totally routinized and I love a routine. And although I, I do enjoy like a break from the routine and massage or something like that. I'm really just like trying to be in the mindset of bloom where you're planted yeah. and to embrace my day to day as ideal, not wish away time. Um, these are all things that, you know, I've, since we've moved and I, I kind of feel like I've hit a spot where I want to be at because for so long it's like striving to finish your PhD, striving to, you know, have kids or to, you know, do an athletic goal or Buy whatever it is. Always thinking ahead when all I do think those future goals are important. Like, we have to be present. hmm mm, I
0: love that. We'll fix this. Way to go.
1: Now, you tell me So this is, I'm not going to have you walk through your ideal day, but I know it's a really fun ideal day, but I want to know, what's your morning routine?
0: Ugh, I don't even want to admit this. Can I do my nighttime routine? Yeah, yeah, definitely. It's all, it's free will. Okay. I'm going to do my nighttime routine, because morning, there's some shame in that. (laughs) There's some shame in the morning routine. Okay, so nighttime routine... Like, post-work routine. I'm not even going to start there. I'm just going to give you all the last couple hours. I usually get home earlier than Kyle, so I usually um, make dinner or am cleaning something random, like the drains, or, or, or taking our fans apart and cleaning them, or, like, I do really random cleaning projects. Um, which relieves stress for me. I have a very small home, so there aren't very many things that I can, like, clean. Um, Yeah, some sort of random cleaning project, and then making dinner, and then he gets home, usually, and we'll eat together. Um, Go for a walk around the river. We live by this really... In this beautiful area of Ann Arbor. And... Um, if it's warm out, we would go get a treat or like a snack, um, or have one at home, probably watch some sort of sporting event. I would cross my fingers that there isn't a sporting event on so that I could watch like a reality television show and then to wind down, um, take a shower put on face lotion that's a highlight of my day by the way it's washing my face and putting on face lotion oh, I, I just like this. glomp it on g-l-o-m-p glomp and read a little bit before bed and that's about it <laughs> it's pretty chill um Really, like, especially in the last year or two, I kind of do everything I can to not have things I have to do in the evening just because the day is so rushed and I'm, like, having to work so much that as little as I can plan outside of work, the better. But I don't know how long that'll last.
1: Well, I mean, I think you just have to know yourself. And it's like, how can I have the best evening? And now it seems like you need to put a little bit more attention into your morning.
0: (laughs) Yeah, totally. I think this spring and summer will help with that. Yes, certainly.
1: Well, sis, I think that we should do a couple spontaneous hashtags because that's part of our episode and neither of us have planned this, but just based off what
0: we talked about, do you got any hashtags? I had one I thought of while you were talking. Sunscreen shoulder pulled you over.
1: that's a really good one yeah I do have to like I'm very conscient of the police around here because you're not supposed to have like your phone or anything like that so yeah gotta watch out for that and be just be safe. drive safety driving um all right I'm trying to think of one for you I don't have one right now so I'm just gonna have to how about hashtag Leo's first podcast I am, You know, I said I have, like, I'm not claiming to be the perfect mom, and evidence of that is that he was crying, so I just put him in the house and then came back outside to finish the podcast.
0: Aww. He's fine now. I can hear, I can hear nothing, which means he's fine. Oh, that's good. He needed space. Maybe he's not. Maybe podcasting's not in his future, and that's okay.
1: It definitely is not in his, but my daughter, she loves, listen to Sister Hack, and who wouldn't, you know? We gotta get some advertising. From Ava? From anybody, like, anybody wanna sponsor
0: us? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, we'll have to look into that. All right, sister, well thank you for
1: um, taking time out of your day to do this call, and um, as
0: evening approaches, I hope that your night is just as pleasant as the one you subscribed. Oh, thank you. Same for you and your day. I hope it's um, busy, slightly hectic, and full of fam- and full of family.
1: Uh, all
0: right. Talk Thanks, everyone. Okay. Bye. Bye.